Hi, welcome to the Role-Playing Exchange. My name's Patrick, and today we will be playing uh, a new game, Blades in the Dark, by John Harper. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this will be a, a one-shot with some pre-gens to see how you guys like it. Uh, so uh, don't get too attached to the characters. Feel free to run them a little hard if you like. Okay. Uh, so have you guys picked out the characters you'd like to play? I believe so. I'll let Aaron go first, because he's yeah. got two A's. I will be playing Keel, who is the Hound, which apparently means I'm real good at shooting stuff. <laughs> and tracking. But mostly shooting stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. This is Adam, and I will be playing Wing. He is of the Lurk class, so I am playing a roguish little thief. This is Nathan. I will be playing Narya. The cutter, because the cutter? I uh, the cutter is here to commit melee violence. <laughs> I have <Yes>. a sword. <laughs> you have a sword, <laughs> uh, and I will be playing the the city of uh, Duskwall. So to uh, uh, set the scene, what's it like somewhat... people ghosts? So yeah, this is done was basically like what if they made London out of ghosts instead of bricks? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you're basically like inside an Atkinson Grimshaw painting. Uh, nice. So, in terms of uh, architecture, think Victorian London um, or uh, that kind of period, like Edinburgh. It is a port city. It is uh, constantly night. Uh, 800 years ago, I, I think John Harper said this is like the aftermath of a dungeon world campaign he did or something, where they really screwed the pooch. So, uh, the sun broke and the gates of death fell. Uh, this is like 800 years ago. So... Uh, it stopped. It's it stopped being daytime ever, and uh, ghosts started hanging around. They didn't go onto the underworld. And this uh, created problems for the people who weren't there because there was suddenly ghosts everywhere, uh, and so civilization has retreated behind these walls of basically Tesla coils, these these electrical towers, uh, because nothing fucks up a ghost like electricity. It, it destroys their physical, semi-physical form, uh, and so. This has led to something of an industrial revolution as uh, people need better and better power sources to fuel their ghost-killing electricity. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the main business in uh, the Akrosi Empire, and especially around Dunwall, is uh, Leviathan hunting. People who go out on these, these ships to find basically find bits of Cthulhu, cut the tentacles off, and then reduce it down to whale oil. <laughs> So think industrial fantasy, Age of Sail, um, very heavily influenced by games like Dishonored and Fallen London. <coughs> Pardon me, I'm still getting over a cold. You are the seven mutes, even though there's only three of you, shut up. Um, that, that's how quiet the other four are. Um, you're a, a small but established uh, mem uh, Assassin's Guild network uh, operating out of the uh, the neighborhood of Six Towers. Six Towers used to be the uh, very affluent noble area, but uh, as the economic fortunes of uh, Dunwall changed, they have mostly migrated to Brightstone. So Six Towers is kind of abandoned and decrepit. Uh, it has a lot of the a lot of the most empty buildings. Uh, they've they've started doing things like taking these elegant manor houses and slicing them up into apartments, but that's an incomplete process. Um, and so it is a, a great place for 
Uh, you know how in like uh, Marvel and DC, like every city has whole blocks of abandoned warehouses for villains to do evil shit in, because otherwise, yeah. how do you get comics? Uh, that's Six Towers, uh, basically. Um, you you were in the abandoned warehouse district. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, you. So I, I've given you some very uh, basic information for uh, your gang. Uh, and because this game is very player-led, I would like you to um, uh, flesh in some of the details. So I've given you the unassuming back rooms of a shop in Six Towers as the very basics of your uh, crime den. So, uh, Aaron, tell yes. me what the front shop is. The front shop is a restaurant. Ooh. What sort of cuisine do you think? Um... You know, this this is based on London, so I'm going to go with Duskwall's version of Indian food. Oh, that's actually a thing. Uh, Eruvian. Oh, interesting. Uh, in fact, our cutter, Naria, is Eruvian. Yeah, what up? Uh, yeah, in terms of the ethnicities, um, the two big demographics in uh, Duskwall are Akaros, who are basically Western European, and Skov, who are basically Nordic. There are also the Eruvians, who are somewhere between Egypt and India, just as kind of a, a whole Middle Eastern melange. Uh, there are also the, was it the Dagger Islanders, the Severosi, and the Tikarosi, but I don't think they all, they'll be appearing in this. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. I, th- I think you're thinking the rest of you are, I think you're playing an Akarosi Hound and an Akarosi Lurk. Yeah, so, yeah. and you said Akaros is, that's basically Londoners, or East Western, Europe, Western Europeans. Yeah. British, Western European, that kind of area. Gotcha. Okay, so we have the, the front of uh, front shop of a, a sort of a curry house or a, an Indian restaurant, kind of Eruvian cuisine. Uh, Adam, so that's the front of the shop. What does as the, sort of the camera pans through the, uh, the, the 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 busy front shop and then goes into the back room? Uh, what does the uh, bit the gang controls look like? How is that set out? Do you think? The gang controls are actually there's a kitchen, you know, in the back of it, but towards the section where the food stores is, there is a trap door, so to speak, or you know, something that can be raised up, and the gang goes into more of a subterranean, subterranean, not subterranean, yeah, like underground mm-hmm. kind of bunker, I guess you could say. So, like yeah, like it's honestly like there's even like a wine rack down there along with the other stuff so you know the people running the restaurant they know not to ask any questions that they see us shoot through the back and then and down into the cellar and um per, the reason we chose this in particular is because there's also an entrance way to the sewers that we have arranged so in case we had to skedaddle rather quickly from our subterranean refuge then you know there we go Okay, that's good. That's that's very good. Uh, and so finally, uh, Nathan. So, what do you think is the decorum for contacting your uh, little motley crew of of stabbers? How does someone go around? Like, what what's the sign of I would like to employ your services? Uh, considering we already have beaten the crows, I'd say we took the crows' feathers. We have we use crow's feathers. Okay, so uh, would that be about like, it. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yes, you guys, I gave you the advantage. Uh, you figured out a way around the death crows that normally uh, get dispatched from the temple when someone dies. So if someone wishes to employ your services, they go into the restaurant, like wearing a crow feather somewhere in there? Uh, crow feather somewhere, or like, uh, let's say they're paying the bill, they slip, they, uh, they just have a crow feather also in that, uh, with the money, something like that. Or when they return to me and you, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, and so it is, you know, another day in, in Duskwall. As I say, the, the time as we understand it, like, we don't have quite the day-night cycle. They, they, they sort of have it. The fragments of the stars sort of flare and pulse that creates kind of a day-night cycle. So it is, it is kind of getting onto evening. The uh, the electric lights that dot the streets are, are being put onto a brighter setting so that they can illuminate better. You're just getting to the end of the dinner rush uh, when one of your servers, uh, you can always sort of tell when someone has slipped the crow feather into the menu, right? Like, because everyone who works there kind of knows what it means. They're not really in on the game too much. Or they're not going to stab people, uh, but they're kind of aware. And so when someone slips a crow feather in, uh, this Aruvian lady recognizes the signal, sort of puts on a smile, but it's very much a stiff mask. She sort of heads into the back and whispers in someone's ear. The menu is taken from her, the money is taken from her. And then, uh, you know, they sort of go down the steps into the, the open room and the, the maid heads down and then slaps the menu in front of, uh, on, on the table that you all sat around uh, and says in, in accented uh, accuracy, uh, you have a, uh, a client. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what do we see as we, as the, sort of the camera, like, you know, so the camera's like, is on the, the menu and then it goes up and sort of spins around the table as everyone is, you know, under a bare light bulb. Because <laughs> it's very unexpected that way. Let's see. What's my character? Keel. Keel is sitting at the table, leaning back in the chair, feet up on said table. What does this look like? I, I, did, I did put pictures in there, but that was just an example. Uh... Uh, let's see. The the picture that you put in there is... Shit, hold on just a second. Sorry, uh, I've got the character sheet open in the second page. So, um, in the picture, he's got kind of a mohawk slash mullet looking thing. Uh, but I, I was thinking shaggier hair. Uh, not like, you know, super long, but just, just long enough. Not quite shoulder length. Uh, no real distinctive scars or or facial hair or anything because, you know, it's easier to work if you're not going to be noticed. Um, the, uh, wearing the, uh, blades in the dark equivalent of a leather jacket with a hoodie underneath. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. We'll go ahead and say that, um, all right. Wing. Wing is sitting next to one of the lamps down there kind of flipping through a book that he's picked up wing is early 20s but you can he's not as tall as most of the other residents of the city definitely those who didn't have to eat scraps that were thrown outside of restaurants after hours and stuff like that um despite the fact that he suffers from now earlier malnourishment he looks i guess 
healthy for what he is. Um, short hair on the sides, a little longer on the top, uh, black cloak, which is part of his gear. And there's something else I was going to say about him. But yeah, so one of his prize, like he's always been proud of the fact that he has all of his fingers because <laughs> and maybe I'm taking a, a tad bit of liberty with the, with the setting. You can cut me off if I'm wrong here, but as, typically what the unofficial torture of some of the children who were pickpockets were that shop owners and the wealthy that didn't have to answer too many questions would perhaps take a digit from a child that they caught trying to pick their pockets and he never lost any. So in his while on the job, he'll keep his, he has his gloves, not, you know, for tactical reasons and so forth, but his hands are his, are one of his prized possessions and he likes to show them off. So he's gloveless at the moment. Nice. And Naria? Uh, Naria is, uh, she's also reading a book, uh, something in Aruvian. Uh, you can tell from the, front of it it's more like a, a combat manual kind of thing like reading fighting styles he's a uh, very dour looking woman uh, a lot of scars on her hands arms uh, face just all over okay, okay. so uh, you, you know take, take the second to uh, <laughs> put away the books and, and get into suitably dramatic positions as uh, the client is ushered down uh, they are uh, an Akiroti uh, female. She is wearing a, a little fascinator in the shape of uh, a kind of a sea creature, something like a, a whale, something like an octopus. Uh, you'd, you'd recognize it as an approximation of a leviathan. Uh, she is wearing uh, deep uh, scarlet gloves, long uh, black sleeves, and uh, the... <laughs> Since this uh, this universe draws so heavily on Dishonored, uh, no one wears skirts. Uh, even every every lady wears trousers. Uh, get over it. Uh, she she bows uh, quite properly. No, man, check check out Dishonored. Like <laughs> everyone dresses really practically. No one wears those those damn weird like hoop skirts. It's it's brilliant. Um, uh, she nods. And, and sort of does a little, not not a full curtsy, but sort of that one foot goes slightly behind the other thing that uh, betrays to you that she is uh, of the upper classes and uh, has, and you know, and then waits to be seated. You know, the, the little maitre d' who, who brought her down uh, picks up on, on a little signal and like pulls the chair out for her and, and she sits, uh, crosses her legs very uh, primly, and then uh, she sort of waves and the maitre d' sort of looks at you like, you're the people I answer to here, not her, shall I? That'll be all. Okay, uh, don't, uh, I, I didn't see anything, no one else, no one asks stuff. Hey, he starts muttering to himself and, and heads up the stairs. Yes, well, this is charming, uh, like she, she says in this very cut glass uh, accent. Uh, I, uh, I must admit the uh, the food well, it it, um, it was an effort. I, I I respect that. I respect that. Would you would you care for some of the wine selections we have here? Uh, no, actually, thank you. Uh, I I would not. Uh, I, I had quite enough upstairs. Ah. Uh, so uh, oh, 
Uh, I'll beg my apologies. Uh, my, my, my apologies. Uh, my name is Ermina uh, Skurlock. Sorry. <laughs> my own notes. My name is Ermina Skurlock. <laughs> but of course you knew that already. And yourself? Uh, names aren't important. What do you need us to do? Really? Well, um... You come to us because you need a specific service. Now, we can keep uh, dancing around it, or you can tell us what you need. My uncle, you may know, by reputation, if not uh, personally. Oliver Skurlock of the Skurlock Company. Uh, you would all know Skurlock uh, owns a fleet of uh, Leviathan vessels. He's the equivalent of an oil baron, okay. essentially. Uh, oh, hang on, terms before of... we go too far, uh, Daniel's awake. Should I tell him to jump in? Oh, yeah, get him in there quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Honest, Oliver Skurlock of the Skurlock Company. Ah, that's Skurlock. Yes. Uh, he is um, throwing a party to uh, celebrate the, the construction of a new uh, hunting frigate, uh, the Lady Arabella, and uh, it will be the first time I've seen my uncle in, in several years. He's, he's notoriously a recluse. Uh, it would, I think, be best if the Skirlock Company was in other hands. Hmm. I believe I catch you drift. Um, so... Is there any uh, requirements? Does this need to be an accident, perhaps? Or, you know, wrong place, wrong time, poof? This is, I suppose, your wheelhouse more than mine, uh, if that is if that is, that, that is the phrase, correct? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, were he to uh, be seen to be killed uh, in this party, it, 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 would, it would reflect... Badly on the company, I suppose. Uh, a failure of the security services we employed, uh, but it would not be a loss that I could not uh, rally from when I took over. Uh, of course, if he were to naturally pass, and he's he must be he he'll be, he'll be turning sixty soon. So um, I mean, he's he's in good health, but when the man reaches that age, well, it, it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it does. And uh, what about uh, compensation for this? What are we t- What are we talking? Ah, uh, yes. Well, uh, the reason I come to the mutes, uh, the seven mutes, is uh, I, I, I've heard of your reputation, professionals. So I would not expect you to do this for free. I am not without my resources, as you can see. Uh, she she takes out a small bag and slides. Uh, two silver slugs across the counter. Uh, the, the 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 currency system in the game is a little abstract. Uh, she 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 gives you she give you money. As a yeah. <laughs> uh, she uh, so again again uh, we'll we'll work the meta into the into conversation. But uh, total payment will be six coin. Uh, you can have two up front uh, as a, as a sign of goodwill. Yeah. What if? What if you paid us eight coin instead? Uh, why would I do that? Well, you need this done, and we may not be your only option, but we're certainly your best option. So, uh, Aaron, that sounds like you are trying to change her mind. Yes, I am. Do you have any social skills? Let's find out. <laughs> Here's my gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to throw my gun on the table. <laughs> don't do that, please. Don't do it. 
Um, yeah, if that's a rather nice gun. Um, <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that. Uh, let's see. Attune? Or... So Attune is the skill mostly connected to um, uh, the weird stuff. Uh, if you were doing anything with ghosts, that would be Attune. All right. um, command might be to intimidate her. Sway might be to butter her up slightly. Uh, I will try Sway then. Do you have Sway? I have no points in Sway. Okay, so you're rolling two dice and taking the lowest. Uh, this would be Whiskey Standard. Okay. So risky standard. I suppose it's controlled. Uh, if you, she's, she definitely wants to employ you, and if, if you fail, there's not really any consequence. She's, she, she still employs you. She thinks for assholes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what? I went to those other cures that weren't assholes. <laughs> I'm taking my business elsewhere. <laughs> okay. So wait, you said so it's not risky; it's controlled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Submit and standard effect. Uh huh. Okay. No bonus dice. No bonus dice. Uh. So uh, on zero dice, so you hold a two and a five, but because you don't have any points in it, you're taking the lowest option, which here is a two, which is a failure. Gotcha. Uh, so you try and make an argument, but uh, she uh, just sort of makes a, a motion with her hand to sort of pull the two. Uh, slugs she was offering as a down payment back uh, to the tune of, well, if I was going to pay that much, I might go to the dinner sisters to have uh, something very untraceable happen to him. But um, And then, you know, someone comes in and, and, and karma heads prevail, and you, you agree the price of, of six and two. Uh, Daniel, are you here? I am. What's up? Hey, which character did you pick? I'm looking it over now. Um, the hound cutter and uh, we are are out. I will go with the spider. Okay. Okay. A little mastermind. It's a giant bull man. (laughs) It is a giant bull man. Yes, I thought we were playing DD for a second when I saw the spider. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the fun thing about the Chikorosi is they're basically tieflings. in that um, they're, they're from a far-off weird land, and the rumor is that they have some connection to demons in their like ancestral history. So they're basically human, but they have a tell. Um, yeah. So in, in Maze's case, he is a red-skinned minotaur. Uh, there is a, an, an NPC, one of the vice peddlers in Night Markets, is a naga, uh, but it might be as small as, like, you have gills, or your skin is a funny color. Uh, or your eyes are solid black. You you have something of the unnatural about your physical appearance. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, he kind of reminds me of Scar from Tailspin somehow. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so uh, she she reaches the price. It's agreed. Uh, do you have any further questions for uh, Lady Skurlock? Typically, typically, what kind of detail does your uncle have accompanying him to? I know you said he was a bit of a recluse, but there. You know, is there anyone in his, his employee that we should be uh, aware of? Uh, he rarely leaves the estate. He has uh, several uh, armed guards uh, on patrol constantly. He is not a foolish man. He employs uh, a whisper to protect the outer walls of the estate from uh, occult assault. Uh, someone give me a weird name for the whisper because we are improving this. It's an improv game. 
Oh, okay. Uh, actually, I'll go, I'll go to the Kickstarter backer list. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the whisper's name is uh, Binstead. B i n s t e d. Binstead. Binstead. I'll write that down. Noted. A minotaur arrives in the scene. What do we do? <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you could make it. Beg your pardon. There's some business I need to attend to. <laughs> Always late. I know. Uh, it's, it seems like still we got a whisper uh, to deal with. Shouldn't That's be too much of a problem. Uh, uh, so, question Is she here? Yes, she is in the, uh, the back room of your, your hideout. We've been using our uh, aliases, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do, I, do I know this lady? Uh, she says she is Amina Skurlock, uh, one of the lesser Skurlocks. But she's here, your, your, um, your spidery mind, because you are you're smarter than the big dumb bull that everyone takes you for. Uh, she's probably not literally a Mina Skurlock. She's probably uh, a representative. Um, well, I mean, the uh, real Mina Skurlock is probably somewhere else, being yes. very publicly seen. Mm. She's cut up. Mm-hmm. Well, I trust my crew here. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't have much to say other than I trust their negotiation abilities. <laughs> That was a mistake. Mm. Yeah, no one picked the slide. Uh, <laughs> Look, Aaron and I are very typecast. What's the <laughs> sense motive skill that we study? Uh, so, uh, or, or survey, maybe. Well, yeah, you could, you could survey her. You could study her. Um, you could consort to represent a more, um, like, try and draw stuff out of her through conversation. Um, it's kind of like justify it to me more than anything. Okay, I would uh, I would consort this lady, and I would uh, mm-hmm. ask her about um, what his, what her uncle's particular vices are. Okay, so give me consort. Uh, it's just roll. Just uh, yeah. on again controlled uh, controlled standard. So it's slash roll. Oh, on the character sheet, on the character sheet, click sway. Uh, oh, okay. Consort. Uh, let's let's go. Con- let's go risky standard. Actually, she might lie to you. Oh yes, amazing. My effect. What's my effect? A standard. Standard is All right. your effect. All right. Okay, and I get two dice, so zero dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no bonus dice. Bonus dice would be oh, oh geez. That's pretty good. So double sixes is a crit. Uh, yeah, you, you could get a bonus dice by either pushing yourself, which is taking stress, or by doing a doubles bargain, which is like adding a narrative wrinkle. Uh, yeah, so on a, on a critical success, uh, let's see, you know that, or, or she knows, and, and she talks about how uh, you know her, 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 her uncle is a recluse. He only ventures out uh, of his estate for business matters, but in terms of people that come and go from from the estate, you know, pe- people come to him. Uh, you know that Bazo Baj, a, a vice peddler, is often seen around the estate. Uh, she, she sort of describes him. She doesn't know his name, but she describes him, and you and your criminal mind connect the dots. Uh, he is he is a vice peddler who uh, specializes in Leviathan blood. Uh, and I like drink that stuff. 
Usually a refined version of it, yeah. It's kind of a, a risky narcotic, but um, that that is demonic blood they harvest from Titan Titanic creatures outside the walls, right? Yes, and it's also a bit like drinking um, oil because it's oh. also a fuel. Um, but if you yeah. do some other alchemical stuff to it, or maybe if you do less alchemical stuff to it, so that it's purer and more like the demon blood that it really is. All right then. Um, apparently, he's got a, a hookup with a a a hawker gang who specialise in that stuff. Okay. Do uh, we might we know where this gang is? Uh, yeah, they would operate out of the docks. All right. Uh, let me just check the gang names. I think they're called the Grinders. The Grinders. I see. I swipe right. <laughs> grinder or something. Grinder doesn't work like that, I'm afraid. <laughs> Look, I'm not hip and connected. I make the jokes I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hey, kids, how about that Tinder? <laughs> when uh, when I'm talking to this, uh, this woman... Uh, what is her mannerisms? Is she uh, highborn? Is she like? Is she trying she's to not highborn. She's doing a pretty good impression. Um, she might be a lady in waiting kind of thing, where she is a relatively low, like not low highborn, but we know what I mean, like a minor, a minor yeah. noble. But then again, she's... like in the Victorian age, like a lot of the whole like prim and proper and like technical grammar stuff comes from middle class Victorians trying to look upper class. That's where, like, being really important on whom versus who is. Uh, mm-hmm. So she might be a very well-read, uh, you know, nouveau riche. Kind of yeah. So we, she might be what, like a fly on the wall type person, maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. Well then. Um, uh, do we have anything else we need to discuss? Anyone? Uh, I'm going to look over it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was a bit curious about the, um, if we were to do something at, say, like the party, do you know who is on the guest list that is of note? Oh, well, quite a few people. Honestly, uh, anyone with a, and, and it's something of an industry event, so a lot of the uh, Leviathan Hunter uh, not the captains, but the people who own the merchant vessels will be there. Um, probably several members of the city council, uh, a few magistrates. It's, it's, it'll be quite a party. Uh, would uh, gifts be appreciated at this party? Well, of course. All right, then. I'm going to look at Narya. So uh, we should probably go deal with that whisper first, shouldn't we? It's uh, fascinating. Yeah. An important beforehand would only raise alarms. Yeah, yes, I agree. Be, but it's going to be much easier to get into the party and get our target without someone who can talk to fucking ghosts. Eh, that's on the estate, but we we can top shop once once the uh, the good lady has uh, <laughs> left us here. Yeah, she 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 bows and leaves the two slugs on the table and uh, heads out through the the sewer route. So I don't know if you have seen this this kind of shit before, man. But like um, the like addicts get a little funny, man, when they don't get their fix and stuff like that. So you know, maybe we could do two little plans here. If we intercept the drugs before they make it to him to begin with, and then if he were to receive maybe tainted drugs at the party, 
Maybe, he, maybe he'd kill himself for us. Oh, not bad. I like your. I like the way you think, and we can keep any excess uh, as a side business. Uh, Patrick, I have a question. Mm-hmm. It says I have shrewd friends. Yes. Uh, one has a black arrow down, and one has a red arrow up. Yeah, so part of character creation is you have a friend and a rival. Uh, the arrow up is the friend, the arrow down is the rival. Okay, but I can tap them both if I want to. Yes, you can, you can go to either of them for information or connections. Okay. So as an example, you have August, a master architect. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be someone you could hit up for, for instance, blueprints. Uh, a servant who is your rival um, might be useful to uh, get your way in the back door or something like that. Yeah, she but, might uh, be at the party, actually. She might be. Um, I also have... Oh, sorry if I'm... I'm just asking small questions here. Uh, the gear cool. items. Yes. Find cover items. Would that allow me to get in? It might well do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, so uh, the way... The gear works as you so you take these loads. Uh, the stuff at the top is free. Uh, sorry, the stuff at the top of the list is specific to your class. Yeah. The stuff below that is uh, stuff anyone can have. And I think if it's, I think if it's italicized, that means it's free. Oh, okay. Or it doesn't count as a load. Uh, yeah, all right. Also blueprints. So these are like in. Say nice plus age where declare what they actually are. Yeah, you give them more detail as in the moment. Yes, uh, and you can also uh, spend uh, stress to have a flashback. All right. So you might even go like, we arrive at the party. I want to have a flashback of having mm-hmm. set a trap for something or, or something like that. You know, we, we threw a gun over the wall, so we, we smuggle a weapon in that way or something like that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I did look a bit at the rules. Okay. So, go ahead. So there are a few angles of attack you've come up with. You could uh, go for the party itself. You could try and uh, attack the Leviathan blood supply uh, for that. Which do you want to go with? Are we certain that uh, attacking the Leviathan blood supply will be enough for him to be... Well, I hate, I hate to use a little street slang here, man, but I, like, it's quite I'm, all right. I'm, not, I'm not one for putting all my eggs in one basket, so to speak. I, no. I think that we had a poisoner. If our, our fellow brother was here, that would have been grand, the leech. But well, whatever. Uh, you know, we could go ahead, try the angle of poisoning the drug. And then we could also plan to finish the job if we had to at the party. So, like, I could, I could place myself at the party. I might know when, if uh, if we wanted like uh, someone, a I could be on the floor as they. You would be noticed. Uh, no, no offense, brother, but you. No, no, I um, I have a cover. With one of the captains uh, who hunt the Leviathan Lud. Um, what a, but that is another. So, what about, you know, you could get there. Maybe some of us could get in the kitchen. Uh, I don't see why not. Um, but, um, also, need to think about exits. So, what's, what's narrow it down? Like, if, I guess I probably am speaking out of character. We probably 
like since we're, we're minus a leech, so poisoning the drug, we could drive the demand up to where he would take like a super high deal. But I don't know. It seemed like more of a sure thing would be doing something at the party. Seems like I don't know. What do you guys think out of character? Mm, I'm honestly cool with either. I mean, the party. It seems like that's what we're going for right now. Maybe we should go for that angle, pal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Um. Patrick, if if someone's yes. my my rival, mm-hmm. uh, what does that mean mechanically? It's more of a story thing than anything mechanical. All right. it, it sort of informs. Um, it, it is someone that you you know and you can turn to, but if you do mm-hmm. so, I might, for instance, uh, start a clock, which is one of the game mechanics for keeping track yes. of uh, developing issues and long term projects. And it might be something along the lines of this character getting sick of your shit and deciding to write you out to the cops or uh, or doing mm-hmm. some petty revenge. Oh sure. Hmm. Let's just yeah. figure out who's catering this event. How about we do that? Oh, it's a good idea. Oh, we if uh, I could say that if that's the case, uh, I've got a a physiker was a weird way to say doctor. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I could see I could talk to Sawtooth and see if he can give us something that reacts oddly uh, with the alchemical shit they do to uh, Leviathan blood. Ooh, so a two part. He takes. He willingly takes the first part of the poison, and then we just give him that one, like catalyst. I guess. No, I was thinking we dump it in there, and then he's then snorting crack mixed with something like, whenever you cut uh, cocaine with something terrible, that kind of thing. Give him like some more cocaine. Fentanyl, um, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we don't drive also, really well. You guys also have a sharpshooter. You know, so if you can get him out in the open, uh... Well, they preferred we didn't commit obvious homicide. Hmm. I mean, I know, but... That choice is entirely up to you, so if you look at uh, some of the job types available as assassins, uh, so each crew has different uh, job types that they're sort of built around and prefer. So, for instance, uh, the thieves class are better at, you know, stealing stuff. As assassins, uh, your main... Bread and butter is accident, disappearance, murder, ransom. So the accident is it, it looks like an accident. Uh, when we, we sort of determine what your plan is, you're trying to make it look like an accident. Um, if your plan is he just he just vanishes, right? He just he just is at this party and then is never seen again. That would be a disappearance plan. Um, obviously, stabbing him to death on the dance floor or like sniping him as he steps out for some air would be murder. And ransom isn't really relevant here because it would be like kidnapping him and holding him hostage. Mm. Making him disappear doesn't sound like a bad idea, actually. Yeah, but he's also, I would assume that the Whisperer may even be accompanying him to this event. There's a, kind of that wild card. Well, then there are two disappearances tonight. Hey, you remember when I suggested we kill the Whisper first? <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, yeah. it sounds tempting right now. Look, you know, no. this city's dangerous. Don't things, things, bad things happen to people all the time. I was accosted on my way here. Who knows what could happen? Exactly. <laughs> you know, some maybe someone breaks into your into your home, and you know, if who knows? Do uh, do we know anything about this uh, whisper? We know, we know their, name. their name. Is that enough to find them? Which I did not write down. They're just crime wizard right now. 
Binstead. Binstead is the name, and they can talk to ghosts because they are a whisper. Yeah. But, so, but you know, if anything happens at the house before the party, then that ups the uh, the detail. Well, then we don't take out the whisper at the party. No, I mean or at the house. Yeah. We just need to find where this whisper lives, and then, well, maybe they have an unfortunate accident walking home one night. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Bad, bad things happen in Duskwall all the time. <laughs> Agreed. Um. Like so, we're uh, so wasting a bit of time here, so we should perhaps start yeah, moving. So, uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so we, we got around the, the shadow run. Like, let's spend three hours planning yeah. like a van to get to the building and then like mapping out the air duct system. The way this works is we pick one of six plans with a detail that you guys provide, and then we work out a role to see how good your starting position on the job is. So, six types of plan. Assault, doing violence to a target, and that's like a very direct, like, let's go kick the door in plan. Deception, a plan based around luring, tricking, manipulating someone. Stealth, which involves uh, a plan primarily about being unseen. Occult, engaging a supernatural power or engaging with supernatural power. Social, which would be like more... I mean, like, yeah, social infiltration, uh, transport, carrying cargo, people through danger. So that might be if you were kidnapping, like, vanishing him down to the sewers, that might be a transport. That sounds good, actually, doing a transport. Mm-hmm. Snatch him from an air, snatch him in an air when he's going home, or them when they're going home, and uh, take it in somewhere dark. Um, are there sewers? Yes, um, there are There are sewers, and if you see the map, Dusk Roll is... Also, somewhat like Venice, in that uh, there are canals fucking everywhere. Okay, there we go. We just catch him. You know what? The detail, like if he's being washed, he's being washed while he goes there, and he's while he's at the party and stuff like that. The ride home, you know, that's when people may have been drinking. That's when other things. Maybe we could even grease a well, few bombs. The party is at his house. Yeah, or we can't get him on the road. No. Well, where would he be going? Well, you, so. Um, going to and from the docks, you mean? Yeah. yeah potentially. No, we, we want to catch Binstead out in the open. <clears throat> oh, Binstead, sorry. I thought we were talking about uh, the law. Yes, okay. This is the fourth part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so, we can just drown the whisper in the river. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, so, as the spider, I'm probably sort of the leader, maybe? Yeah, typically. Yeah. So, yeah. maybe, maybe uh, Mace will step in and... Uh, Declared that this is our our plan for the moment that we take out the whisper first. Okay. To to cut in to cut through the whole conversation and like <laughs> if that seems appropriate for character. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So the plan is a transport plan to abduct uh, a whisper and then potentially murder him. Uh, detail the routes and the means. So this guy travels fairly often to Brightstone because he is the occult security for a noble and Brightstone is a noble district. I will ping Brightstone on the map. There. But he, of course, probably doesn't live in Brightstone because he's not himself a noble. Nope. He probably lives in Six Towers, Coleridge, Crowsfoot, maybe the docks, depending. Uh, So because this is you know, quite improv heavy and story led. Where do you guys think he lives and where are you going to try and snatch him? 
what is Crowsfoot? Crowsfoot is uh, this one here, central bottom. I'm just pinging it on the World 20. It is a uh, less, it's quite a violent neighborhood. Uh, it is lower on the economic rungs than the others. I'll just pull up the. It's basically. Entry no for it. It, it is it is it is hood adjacent. Uh, <laughs> uh, Crowsfoot uh, is a crossroads, merging many qualities of neighboring districts. Illicit vices from Silkshaw, labor and trade from the docks, poverty from Char Hollow, and the classic architecture of Charter Hall. It is a patchwork held together and threatened to be torn apart by the menagerie of competing street gangs and blue coat squads that claim the every avenue and corner as territory in an endless turf war. It is basically gang town. Uh, yeah, no. I'm going to say that's not where a whisper is going to live. Yeah, no. especially one employed by somebody who's a CEO. No, maybe six towers. Yeah, cool. six towers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Convenient for you, he's local. Which means if, okay, I have an idea of how we find out where he lives. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are plenty of uh, vagabonds in the neighborhood that, you know, for a bottle or the price of a bottle will, uh, you know, spin hey, his hey, location out. Hey, Aaron, if you look at the gang sheet I gave you guys. Oh, that's right. We've got ropes. Yes. You've got people. We have minions. Nathan, what's your character again? You've got people who are specifically oh, yeah. better gathering information. We do. That's not quite as fun as bribing a hobo, but it'll work. <laughs> Uh, okay, so for that one, you'd go to the rooks, who are your, your rooks, uh, your con artists, your spies, your socialites, people who know people or can find people, uh, and just click on a roll, basically. All right. Adam, what's your character? I am playing Wing the Lurk, so the thief. Mm. Uh, and Aaron's right. So playing, we're, rolling, uh, we're rolling the rooks. Mm-hmm. Yes. No bonus dice. Ah, Steve. Five is good. Uh, So uh, what does this crime movie montage of uh, people like going around whispering to each other look like? You know, what what is the uh, what is what is that uh, shakedown or. uh... (laughs) I think it starts with Nathan and I banging on someone's door. They open at first. They're angry and then they see who it is and they freak out. And then they go back. We we talk to them for a second. Then they go back inside. Uh, I think I think because it's like a montage. It's like you bang on the door, they open, their eyes bulge, and then like cut to that person like yeah, walking on the street so to a homeless nice. person, and then leaning down and like whispering in their ear. Cut to homeless person running off to whisper in someone else's ear. Yeah, <laughs> with a bottle. Yeah. Cut to somebody wearing a weird T-shirt who's our whisper. Walking up the stairs as a hobo stares off in the distance. Well, cut, cut to someone wearing a t-shirt that says, I fuck ghosts, and it's been stiff. <laughs> nice. It was a typo. He meant to say goats, but you know. <laughs> That's a hell of a typo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's quite a typo. It, 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 it's it's, it's ticker-worthy Sever- anguish. It mistranslated. Yeah, uh, it's several letters. That's, that's a really, yeah. Uh, so it eventually... Uh, Cuts to uh, Binstead, who is a, a scov uh, fellow, so he has, he has quite fair hair and pale skin, walking up the steps to his apartment building, which uh, used to be, you know, a, a noble's townhouse that has been then subdivided and cut. 
and then the cam as he closes the door, the camera sort of pans down to one of the hobos who we've previously seen in the montage. Uh, sat outside, and then he looks pointedly upwards. <laughs> so yes, you have Binstead's address. Well, Narya, should we go pay him a visit or wait till he's on his way to work? Uh, what time did he get home? Is uh, we sh- I'm gonna say if it's uh, we should wait. We should honestly do this at night. We should just uh, drunkenly assault him. Yes, drag him into an alley. Honestly. So you, you know, want it to be a uh, an assault instead? Uh, well, it's. I mean, this is always going to be an assault. Let's not kid ourselves. We're leaving a um, that we're leaving if, a whisper alive. No, if we're doing this, why don't we look at like um, common robbery? Yeah, it's just a breaking, a breaking and entering gone wrong. Yes. Um, as I do this, I will look at uh, who's uh, who's our stabber, main stabber. Yo. Yeah, okay. As I do this, I will point to the look in your eyes and press a blade in your hand. Make it look messy. G- gentlemen, if I may inject for just one moment, I think we're killing him too soon. I Are think, we? you know, he's probably not going to the party, right? Let's just make sure he don't go to the party. And then when, you know, the mark makes it back home, he thinks he has whisper protection. He don't have whisper protection. Whisper dead. Hmm. That's true. Like so, we we make it. We make it, and we just break in his house while he's gone. Just, so we so, just make sure the whisper don't make it to work that evening. That's all. Hmm. So we wait. For, we break into his house, wait for him to come home, get him. Then is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. Or he may live if he if he wants to live, and we get him to, you know, deactivate no, his protections. But we're we we're not leaving him. This is not. No. This is not a target we can put some foot around. So. So you were saying we hit him the night before the party. We hit him the night of the party while the boss uh, is at the party. And when he comes okay. home, his security system is down, so to speak. Okay, so before the party goes on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you know, they're they're going to be expecting shit out on the road. They're going to be expecting shit at the party. We just take this mm-hmm. guy out so he don't make it to work that evening. Okay, but let's not leave him alive. Then. Okay. okay, okay, that's fine. You guys can dirty your hands. That's not my job. <laughs> Are we all agreed on this then? Kill him first. Good. Of yep. Good. Uh, I will uh, put myself in place at the party. Um, be your eyes inside and let's make sure you can get in. I know, know a woman who works there. How will we communicate with you? Like we need to know. <laughs> Is that something we can? Uh, do in the moment, Patrick. Tacnet. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think that might be a whisper special ability. Okay. Uh, I do have foresight. Uh, yes. The mastermind. Yeah. So those yeah. abilities are like I'm just that smart. It makes you really good at retconning. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can you can have seen this coming. Mm. And give someone a bonus dice. I think is what foresight does. And mastermind. Yeah. Is something like I think it helps people it's avoid consequences. Yeah. I guess that's too well. Um, how about this? Uh, I will be in the vicinity so you can see where he is at all times. Uh, as to how we kill him, well, we need to make it pro. We need- I'm thinking we just snatch him and disappear from then. Uh, that's an idea. Or we could, uh, if we can catch him alone in like at the party, we can smother him. That could way, be- it, it doesn't look like he's been, you know, <laughs> murdered. 
that been murdered. <laughs> okay, this is already too much planning. So, yeah. yep. the engagement roll. We start with one dice for pure luck. Uh, is this operation particularly bold or daring? Uh, I wouldn't yeah. say. For, I wouldn't say. Well, the one to, to kill the actual guy is to kill Binstead. Not really. We're just gonna stab him in his apartment. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's treat the Binstead assassination and uh, the, the party as as and, and the Skurlock assassination is one thing. So, is this particularly bold or daring? I think it's. Do you guys think it's daring? Uh, a little bit. I mean, we're trying to kill two people in one night. Okay. Yes. With a private, with a pet whisper, no less. That's not something you just have. Yeah, that's why I was saying, like two people at once, and one of them is a whisper. Is this operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? Not really. We're just going to fucking roll in and shank a fool. Yeah, there's yeah. not a whole lot of moving parts. No. Does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Yes, uh, we take out their yeah, security system. Yeah, we're taking out his watchdog, basically. Yeah, it's a called security system. Is the target strongest against this approach? Or do they have a particular defense against this uh, or, or special preparation? Well, you wouldn't know that. So, <laughs> that, pay no attention. <laughs> Ignore the man behind the curtains. Uh, uh, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight? I think we've already covered that with your yes. rook. Oh, no, that was with your rooks. That's right. That was your friends or contacts, not your gang. So, can any of your friends. Or, already. Yeah. So, have a look at your sheets uh, under your friends. Do any of those people do you think might be useful? Yes. Aria the Cutter. I have August, a master architect, uh, who might know the plans for the place. Mm-hmm. And I have Jenna, a servant, who might be able to let us in. Uh, only got a bounty. dangerous is it's happening? Or you might just start a clock on me, won't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, enemies or rivals interfering in the operation. Uh, let's see. I have a physiker who we could get something we could spike the food with and use that as an attempt for distractions. Mm-hmm. Are there any other elements that you want to consider? So that's like tier, location, etc. So for this, I'm going to take a dice away from you because the operation is happening in Brightstone. Brightstone is where the rich people live, which means the police actually care about what happens there. Um, so there's actually like patrols and shit. So you're taking a dice away to reflect the difficulty of security. So you are rolling two dice on your engagement roll in total. Uh, I can roll it unless anyone else wants to. I have uh, no problem with that. Okay. So this roll will determine uh, your starting position. So it, it's we sort of cut to the moment of, of crisis. Uh, if you do really well, it's like you breeze past the guards and you get like halfway through security before something goes wrong. On a bad roll, you might get stopped at the door kind of thing, you know? Uh, so let me just roll those two dice for you. Well, GM struck again. Uh, <laughs> you are in a desperate position when the action Oh, good. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but you obviously don't know this. You have your montage of like uh, people struck. Oh, oh, oh yes, uh, loadout. Everyone, tick your loadout. Are you going in heavy? Are you going in light? Uh, um, light. So, so italics uh, didn't take over load. Uh, yeah, it's stuff that's very light and easy to carry, or that you would so I, normally be expected to have. So I can take anything of this. I can take five of these. Is that right? Uh, 
you don't have to specify we have now. You just choose a category, and that's sort of how heavy and generally low. Oh, oh okay. I, I might actually go normal, to be honest. <clears throat> I'm going have some, I might have... Uh, I might have some... Okay. So, <clears throat> the, uh, the townhouse in Six Towers, and this is sort of, you know, cutting between... So the plan was to have, like, the assassination at Six Towers happen before the party, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. So is everyone at one location and then everyone's moving to another one? Or do you have some people set up in Brightstone already? I'm, I'm thinking maybe I should already be in Brightstone. Yeah, I think you and uh, uh, man I can't think of his name, Maze. Yes. Get it, because Minotaur. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think they should be in Brightstone. And okay, so who's on murder duty? Who's on uh, six towers? We're all. No, Aaron and I'll be on. Uh, it'll be in six towers. Yeah, we'll take care of Ghostfucker. Uh, okay, so the reason this is a desperate position, <laughs> you 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 uh, follow. Uh, Instead, home, you know, there is this this nice long shot down a, a smoggy street of him walking down, you know, hands in his pockets, coat pull up, and then a few minutes later, you emerge behind him. He heads up the steps and into his apartment. You cut down the alley alongside it to sort of not be immediately seen to follow him. Uh, who, who's going in? Is it uh, Naria or Keel? I think Naria should go inside, and I'll be waiting outside just. To yeah. Face. Yeah, yeah, I agree to this. So Naria uh, sort of heads up the, the fire escape equivalent. Uh, you know, uh, she's she's very physically powerful, so it's it's easy for her. She gets up; it's a little noisy. When you get to the floor, you know that uh, Binstead lives on. You touch your hands to the windowsill, and it's like it's made of ice. In fact, you you see frost spreading on your your hands, uh, and you hear a wailing coming from inside the building. Uh, it's a distant voice, a, a woman's voice, anguish and painful. Um, oh, yeah, the Whisper probably put occult defenses on his place as well. So. Take the uh, door open. Yeah. Uh, well, with that, he probably didn't put it on the next window over. Uh, what does that look like, Patrick? Can I jump at that and like swing in? So, like, you're trying to what? Like, jump around to the other side of the building? No, like the uh, next window over. Yeah, the next window over. I want to jump into that window, and then I'm gonna break out that front door, and then break into his door. Oh, like across the street? Uh, no, like his next door neighbor. Yeah, that one. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Bonus points if you go through the wall, Nathan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so the, uh, you're rolling Prowl. I would say that is Prowl uh, Desperate Standard Fuck. because you're, you're in a desperate starting position and you're trying to avoid being seen. Let's see. Desperate. Uh, standard, is that what you said? Mm-hmm. But the good thing about being desperate is you get to take XP in, uh, in Prowl. <laughs> the bad thing is I have no Prowl. <laughs> Ooh. I got a two. Uh, okay, so 
uh, on that, as you you turn and run over to the next window, uh, you you've sort of pulled your gloves off. It's so cold they they've now stuck to the window properly. You just have to leave them leave them behind, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you start like uh, trying to lever open this this shut window and unlocked window uh, behind you, coalescing and coagulating out of the. It seems to be sort of bleeding out of the masonry between the bricks, the mortar uh, between the bricks. This long uh, figure coalescing into the shape of a, a woman, uh, and there's a, a, a ghost. There, 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 there is ghost. So also spooky because because yeah, spoopy. so because you failed a desperate roll, uh, that means there is some harm coming your way uh, in the form of this ghost. Now the way. Harm works in um, in Blade in the Dark. It's not like I say, you know, take seven health. Um, I'm going to say like you get shot, and you can say no, I don't. Um, you can resist. You can resist consequences like that. You, you resist a consequence by rolling an attribute and taking stress, but in doing so, you you bump down consequence severity. So in this case, you are uh rolling let's see what will be the best one for you to do to resist this ghost detection system you'd probably be rolling resolve because it's ghost uh and so what you want to do for that is click on the word resolve in your character sheet okay. uh a aaron i'm oh, no, sorry um i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Click, uh, click on resolve. David, do you want some assistance this i have foresight to assist two times per score so i can assist you without taking stress if you want uh, some help. Sure. Let's engage in the mechanics to this game. How would he yeah. assist me? Uh, what does Foresight do? Foresight uh, is it a final special ability, which gives him a, the ability to give you... Oh, no, you can't. I don't think you can do bonus dice on resistances. Oh, no, you can. The Daredevil ability does that. So, yes. Um, basically, he can say, um, I'm smart enough that I have already given you help, basically, uh, twice per session. Yes. Okay. Um... And resolve is just is like resisting mental influences. Yes. Well, uh, before we started, I made sure that Naria remembered last time something like this happened, and that she should steal herself against uh, what might come when she's fighting a whisper. Uh, and she remembers some of my overbearing meanderings on this <laughs> as this happens. <laughs> Defend myself against ghosts with bullshit. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I clicked resolve. Uh, Daniel's foresight gives me one bonus die, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then I hit submit. And got a three. So you take three stress. Okay. So add three uh, stress markers to your track there. Click those. Yes, and uh, the level two harm that was coming your way is downgraded to a level one. Excuse me. Uh, I will give you uh, this one, which is, let's say, rattled. Because ghosts are inherently scary. Uh, I will also point out, out of character, you can tick a spirit bane charm, which is an item carries zero load. It won't make the the ghost entirely run away, but it does have a, a repulsive effect on ghosts. I, I tried looking for that. It's not in the main book. I think it's uh, it's probably in a supplement or something. No, it's it, it is in the main book. It's, oh, sorry. It's um, just on, it's one of the cutter items, and I'm not seeing it on there, so I didn't see it. It's on my uh, sheet as well. Yeah, it's a super common run item because ghosts are a major problem in uh, Duskwall. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that was the issue. It was up <clears> to <throat> cutter items, so I assumed it was a cutter item. Okay. Yeah, it it just means that it's going to uh, 
be a little harder for the ghost to attack you. So, yes, uh, <laughs> Keel, uh, down on, on street level, you hear the wail. You hear, like, um, fuck, uh, out of uh, Nariaz as she sort of staggers back from the ghost, uh, pulling the spirit bane charm out of her, her coat. Get a gun and shoot the bitch. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I will say that for my light load, I will have a a fine pair of pistols with me. Shoot uh, her. Shoot. I will shoot. Can you shoot ghosts in this game? You can. Uh, he would have to take uh, electroplasm bullets. Uh, I can do that. I will oh, take good. electroplasmic ammunition. Wow. So, what do I like to bullshit. shoot? Uh, shooting is usually covered under hunt. Okay. All right. And that's, is this risky? Uh, yeah, risky standard. Uh, you could also um, push yourself, which is taking strain to get extra dice. You could take a devil's bargain, which is a, a little narrative wrinkle that uh, will come true one way or another. Even if you fail the roll, it happens. Uh, but it gives you a bonus dice. Um, I mean, I already have two dots in it. So I will push myself, though. Okay, so by pushing yourself, you take two strain, but you gain a bonus dice. Okay, so that's... So I roll three then? Oh, no, one bonus dice. Okay. So, so two new base and then one bonus dice, so a total of three. Is it still risky? Uh, it, it is. You can, instead of uh, taking the extra dice, push yourself a better effect. So it would be risky greats if you did. Uh, you know what? I'll just take the extra die. Just regular push myself. So the effect is standard. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's one bonus die. Oh, Jesus. So that's a triple God, six. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, so I have the devil's bullets. Yeah. I. You know what I think is going to happen for that? Um, between the noise at his window and, and like the flailing, I think Binstead went to the window to see what was going on. Oh, my God. And you shot through the ghost. So, you know, uh, the, the, the stealthy plan doesn't exactly work, but you, you sort of line up the shot that a, a ghost sort of goes between its, its amazing bullet time moment as, uh, you know, it sort of trails this sparking bullet that punctures the membranous exterior of the ghost, discharging uh, sparks of electricity through the, electro, the uh, ectoplasm, which turns into this mist and, and evaporates and then the bullet keeps going because it's not been slowed or hit anything physical hits the glass and then we see like the shirtless mask wearing binstead because whispers are weird um and he sort of like has by this point gone on over to the window and then just a neat red hole appears in his chest fucking a <laughs> nice <clears throat> good job uh, but i'm also going to give you guys a bit of heat because gunshots in the street. Rude. Fair. Fair. That's true. I think it's rude. We're not in gangland. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not in I gangland, and I'm brown. Through a ghost. <laughs> oh my god, wanted it. Okay, good. Yeah, you have the special ability that means killing it doesn't gain you heat, but gunshots still do. We, we, yeah, because we have the crow's whale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like I said, that's, that's the... <laughs> That's the issue, not the uh, not the killing. <laughs> Why is none of these characters called Eileen? Um, Naria's character on is Eileen. Oh, okay. Okay, so I take you said I take two stress from from, from pushing. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. This 
Okay, so you uh, you, you help uh, narrow you down off the fire escape and and uh, walk briskly as the, <laughs> the bells of the blue coats have been have started running uh, have started ringing. Uh, but this still now leaves you the problem of actually getting to Brightstone. So we will cut over to Brightstone. The architecture is is very different. The streets are a lot wider in in Brightstone. Uh, it is. No, in no small part called Brightstone because it has more uh, lampposts per square foot of basically anywhere in the city. It is literally the bright one of the brightest parts of town. Uh, it's where like the big church is. Um, it's very well clean and very well kept. The party is taking place not at the Skurlock Estate proper, which is actually in Six Towers, um, but Oliver Skurlock himself has moved to a, a private estate here in Brightstone, and. Uh, for dramatic purposes, of course it's a masquerade. Of course it's a masquerade. Um, so we sort of pan down these these well lit uh, Victorian streets to, you know, carriages pulling up outside of uh, this this lavish marble uh, estate. It's got it's got. It, he's rich enough to have grass. You know, he's got a garden. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you know, so there there is this outer fence, and then. Um, <clears throat> And then, you know, a lawn, he has a lawn, and then a quite uh, significant, uh, think Georgian architecture in terms of the manor house. So uh, a lot of what we would call like faux Grecian columns and arches in the design. Oh, okay. I was going to ask if you meant like United States, Georgia, or country Georgia. Never mind. No, no, like the, like the, like the, the reign of King George, Georgian. Oh, um, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, uh, Men and women in in lovely clothing are getting out, and some are wearing, you know, just the, the domino mask to like pay lip service to the concept of mask ball. And some people have clearly gone all out. They've got you know feathers flowing out, and it's full face, and it's very la- lavish colours. Uh, the the money on display is a stark contrast to like the decay of six towers uh, or the problems of Char Hollow. So the people who are in Brightstone, where do we find you in this scene? Um, Maze is walking in through the front door, obviously, because okay. I have a fine cover identity. So, very important, what's your mask? My mask, uh, it's a, it's a grinning devil. Sure, why not? Oh, yes. <laughs> it, it, like, matches your skin tone very well, because you naturally yes. have, like, a reddish skin in tone. <laughs> so, am I in fine cover identity? Yes, so, uh, for, for fine cover identity, you know, you, you head up to... The uh, the door and you know, present an invitation. Um, you're probably welcomed in as oh god, one of the characters you didn't pick was a Tikarosi noble, so you probably just nicked his name just for, just for ease of reference. Uh, you're you're you know announced as Lord Dreis Altamiris of the Tikarosi Altamiris Sulfur Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> do you have anyone on your arm, or is it a just you? Uh... Well, I think it's just me for now. Uh, unless, hey, would that be uh, would that be Adam's character, or would uh, that be something else? I was uh, kind yeah, of thinking. Yeah, I was gonna think if my character was there, it, I would probably actually try to be, locate the carriage if I could affix myself to it, and then when we ride back to the estate, then I'm nice. already in. The party's at the estate. Okay, that's what that's 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 where the party's happening. So okay, um, I got you. So, I think I would try to sneak in with the with the help. Then, 
Okay, so you're trying to blend in. Yeah, I'd, you with, can say. Uh, the course. We're just double checking your. You're playing um, the Lurk, aren't you? Yeah. So you've got a Shadow Cloak ticked and some climbing gear. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I was assuming it's a fine lock pick. So I was, and this, anything with italics, I assume that I also have just because it doesn't count as load. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's in italics, it counts as zero load. So you can, it's There's, functionally free. Okay. <clears throat> I got a question about combat real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pri- like I don't think I have. I just use skirmish. Is skirmish, like, is that barehanded, or is- can that be done with a blade? Or yeah, skirmish is the general fighting uh, thing. Wreck is more like smashing up, uh, like stationary things, and then prowl is sneak, and hunt is is shoot. But that's like all very generalized. Okay. okay. So you 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 can fight. You have some fighting talent. Okay, so I'll probably just take a blade. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you're, um, so for light load, uh, you aren't obviously armed, so you have uh, secreted yourself in the uh, kitchen stuff. Okay. So the yeah. camera follows. I think the camera follows um, Maze first because that's the sort of the, the bigger visual wow moment. Yeah. As he, uh, you know, he, he heads up to the door. And then they are opened for him, and it opens to this very extremely brightly lit room, you know, uh, candles and electric lights on top of that. And that's just to accentuate the color. You know, the carpet's this very deep red, and everyone's wearing, you know, everyone's dressed to the nines. It's a fancy ball. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, wearing, you know, glimmering jewels and trying to get that to catch the light. And everyone's wearing, you know, these, these very expensive dyed fabrics, and you know the music is is going. It's it's very classical. People are dancing on the floor. Uh, there's food out. You smell meat, like actually meat. Um, you know uh, they're drinking alcohol that was derived from grain and not fungus. Uh, <laughs> they're eating nice. food that's better than rats, which is what you guys eat. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a whole section of the book on like how does food work without the sun, uh, and it's like you mostly eat mushrooms. Uh, uh, there's, a, there's a large portion of the map called uh, Radiant Energies Farms and Eileries. Uh, they they use the uh, the artificial sunlight from Leviathan oil to uh, force grow food, and uh, also you just eat a lot of eel because it's easy to raise eel. <clears throat> Interesting. Nice. So, like, there is like uh, the fact that there is a stuffed pig with an apple in its mouth is like this guy turned up in a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. In terms of in terms of display of wealth, yeah. So the camera goes through the dance floor, twirling uh, people, and then we sort of head into the back room. We get into this um, upstairs, downstairs, Downton Abbey thing as as we mm. head down a staircase into the uh, the kitchens and the serving corridors where it's all life and bustle. It's even more crowded. Uh, it's more frantic, less uh, organized and rhythmic. And we see uh, someone shove a tray of drinks into Wing's hands, just, just like as a forethought, and, and, and say, uh, get some use to yourself, boy. Just don't stand around here. Okay, Wing reverts back to his uh, be- like days of being bossed around by the gang leaders. As he was a child, he's yes sir, yes sir. And just grabs it and scampers off to the floor with the drinks. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem with it being a masquerade. 
Who are you supposed to kill? Which one is he? I am. I would like to roll study and scrutinize mm-hmm. the details and interpret the evidence. So I would like to uh, see if I can spot our mark here. Yeah, that would be a good use of study. You spend, you know, you, you head up to the, the balcony that obviously he, this guy has in his house. Because why not? Uh, yes. Taking a drink and, and yeah. staring out. Yeah, I'm leaning over, like, uh, railing, essentially, and, like, sipping a drink as I'm taking in the whole scene. So, uh, what's my position? Your, uh, your current position would be, uh, yeah, risky standard is default. Do you want to push yourself? Do you want to devil's bargain? Um, so my position was risky, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'll take uh, I'll take some stress. So you're pushing yourself? Yeah, I'm pushing myself. Okay, so you get a bonus dice. Yeah, you might stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, risky, what's my effect standard? Yes. And bonus dice is one. Ooh! That's another crit. That's the second crit in a row. Uh, so... How to put this? Let's see. On, on a crit, I think he sort of comes to you almost. Like he, you know, he, he slides up onto the balcony next to you to do the same, like detached um, overlooking thing. He is wearing a. Uh, <clears throat> it's quite morbid. It's, it's like it's a skull mask, but it's sort of painted. It's sort of not quite silver, more like a metallic white. Uh, it's very shiny as you as he turns to look at you you see your own uh, red visage sort of reflected back at you ah. i will uh, raise my glass to this fine gentleman he raises a glass of something red and takes a sip ah you uh you must be one of the uh the sulfur company chaps yes uh <laughs> it somewhat defeats the point of a masquerade when uh you sort of motion to the horns in the skin <laughs> You know, people underestimate a uh, what the covering versus what's actually in the book. Yes. So tell me, um, and then he goes into this quite technical business turn stuff. Apparently, sulfur is somewhat involved in uh, the refinery process or, or something in the ships, uh, and. He is he's sort of grilling you on the finer points of apparently some sort of trade deal that the company has worked out with his company. Yeah. So I would say you're gonna have to make some sort of role to maintain this this cover, this conversation and proximity to your target. Um, I'm uh, who you say you are. I have Tinker, which is making devices. Mm-hmm. And I will go into a talk about a new equipment we have made for the six app purpose. Um, okay. Better furnaces, um, more uh, better consumption, that sort of thing. Okay. Being very economic about it, <laughs> I think <laughs> I'll stress myself again. So I only have one die, one dot in that. You can also get an extra dice by taking a devil's bargain. I don't want to do that yet, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure you know that the option is there. I see, I see what you're doing. Now, is it risky still? Uh, yes, still. Uh, what's my standard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, n- nine times out of ten, it's, it's risky standard. Unless you okay. unless you like start All right. punching really above your weight, it, and it would go for desperate. Okay. I lead an assault on the police station. No. Oh, good. <laughs> 
So, on a failure. <laughs> this, uh, you know, he, he, he starts talking, you know, fine details of business contracts, uh, and you sort of try and, and, and clap back with this stuff about... Uh, you know, the, the, the stuff you read in an encyclopedia, mm-hmm. about like the sulfur refining process and, and, and trying to sort of well as you know uh, to him. Uh, and he gets quite cold to you uh, all of a sudden. Uh, he, he sort of, not quite bored, not quite like, why am I, uh, why am I talking to you? But he, he sort of seems to feel like you are um, maybe playing him for a fool. So uh, you're going to end up with a clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So clocks uh, can be created by players as as you do like longer term things. If I can remember how to do it, no, it's um it's a uh, shoot. Sorry, um, but they can also be created by NPCs. <laughs> and in this case, it's Skurlock smells a rat, and uh, I'm going to. Put two of six ticks in there. So, uh, but just to give you a little uh, bonus stuff for your that uh, crit you roll before he, he sort of yeah. yes well um, always uh, lovely to talk to a make friends with a stranger uh, calling you a stranger you know is is kind of a slur against Tickerosi. Oh he yeah. Shakes, he shakes your hand, and you realize his his skin is very cold to the touch. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe it's just because he was holding his drink in that hand, but mm, maybe you run a little hot because it's the brimstone in your blood, but mm, he's, he's cold to the touch. Uh, all right. Serving boy. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You have to tell us if he's a vampire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> are vampires things in this game? They are. Probably are. Oh. <laughs> I mean, now they are, now that you said it. Serving boy. Yeah, you are pushed out onto the floor. Uh, you've never met anyone thirstier than a room full of nobles, uh, because you you know you rapidly run out of drinks, and then you suddenly become a trash can uh, because your tray, once it's empty of glasses, becomes the thing that people put empty glasses on, and half-eaten hors d'oeuvres and uh, discarded napkins. As you uh, push your way through the crowd, you see uh, Lord Skurlock, who w- will say that, you know, Mace has, has sort of given a signal, like, it's that one. I, I uh, actually have a thing for that. Oh, yeah? What's that? I will sidle up to uh, my good friend Trey here, because I know who he is. And I'll put my drink on, and uh, I will have Skurlock over my right shoulder, which is a sign we arranged already. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a giant man, and he and I blot out the sun. So so he will only see Skurlog over my shoulder. And then I will leave. Then I'll move yes. on. Uh, Skurlog, you know, heads along the balcony, uh, trades a few words with security, uh, and then he actually leaves the party. He, he heads further into the building into what appears to be some kind of study. Okay. Well, as I did, did Daniel's character notice that he was talking to security as well? Yeah, there's, there's, there's the occasional, you know, masked security guard, because it's a masquerade. Everyone has to wear masks. Okay. Uh, lining the walls. They wear no mask. Okay. Oh, good. No mask. All right, so I think I need to try to follow him. So I'm going to... Like, is, is it possible for me to make my way over to him 
like the, the direction that he went and then, you know, say duck into that hallway or whatnot. I mean, that sounds plausible. Uh, okay. How are you going to... Uh, are you going to try and make a move against Spurlock, or are you just trying to uh, well, get, get, a, get a, an angle? Yeah, I'm trying to just get an angle. Just trying to try to figure, like, figure things out. I'm not necessarily the the guns character. <laughs> no, he's he's running away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to hide. Not running. Briskly walk. Briskly walk. <laughs> <laughs> Look like people inconspicuous. inconspicuous, inconspicuous, inconspicuous. Oh yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to just get a get a sense of what we're dealing with here. Yeah. Okay. So so what do you? I believe. Oh, for your action. What are you doing? All right. So I guess it would probably would it be finesse to sneak in there in the first place, like unobserved. Uh, that would probably be prowl. Uh, if you were actively trying to sneak, if you were trying to, like, of course I belong here, uh, that might be something else. Um, actually, no, I, I suppose this counts as stealth either way. Um, okay. Yeah, sounds like a prowl to me. All right, do I just click uh, the stat and it rows? Uh, you click the stat and you choose the uh, the the stakes, basically, I which definitely. in this instance would probably be control, because we've established you've got a disguise yeah. uh, standard. Okay, and then hit submit and uh-huh. standard. And oh, and do you want to push yourself or invoke a devil's bargain? Uh, I think I may need to push myself. Like this, it seems important. Yeah. Okay, so, so you, you gain bonus dice to the roll, and you take two stress. So where do I put the select that is the effect? Uh, when when after after effect, you'll get a bonus dice and uh, a, a drop down that says bonus dice, and you just take one. Okay, so I could just submit it as standard then, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. And bonus dice one. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck did I row? <laughs> it's nice. the Knight of the Crits. Jesus Christ. Wow. Um, on, on a crit, you overheard um, some people talking, and, and so you picked up names of the security guards. So you uh, you use that to act more like you, you know, of course you belong here. You know that that's, that's Charles. Yeah, you know, that, that's Eric. Uh, he's got some problems with it, you know. Whatever. Um, so you you make some office small talk, and they just sort of, you know, you're wearing a mask, they're wearing a mask. Uh, they don't notice that anything's wrong. You you go in, you know, perfectly brazenly, and no one looks twice at you, you know. So uh, inside, <clears throat> Lord Sco- this is Lord Scurlock's uh, study. He has uh, it's all in, in quite dark wood. Um, he is the sort of man whose main status symbol is his library. So it is, you know, three walls of books, and then the other wall is the windows, basically. Um, it is, uh, you spot immediately, he has, one of the things that uh, noble people would do is you don't just buy the books, you buy the books, and then, and then you have them bound so that they match, uh, and every book on his shelf matches. Oh, uh, he has this this huge mahogany desk. You could probably, you know, butcher a, a, an elk on it that big. Uh, across which is stretched a, a map of the city. Well, it, it's sort of the city in the little corner, and then there's a, a, a sea map uh, stretching out all the way to Ticaros, and there seems to be these uh, coloured arrows across it. These seem to be hunting grounds, uh, and Lord... Uh, Lord Skurlock is sat at his desk. His his coloured mask is off. 
his, his, his reflective mask is off on the desk in front of him, uh, and he is studying the maps. On, on the crit, he is aware of your presence, but he still thinks you're just servant, so he doesn't even look up as you, you, know, you approach and you pick a few things off the tape, off the desk, as you appear to be busying yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. As, so that's what I get out of the room there. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So hmm. come find me. That's what I've. Is, is there? Do I notice anything? Like, does this room? Is it a dead end room, or is there anything else in it? Like, it a, is a dead end room at the moment that you can see. If if there are hidden doors, they're hidden at the moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've not had anything from Naria and Kila, though. So uh, you know, you you have evaded detection in six towers, and you've had long enough because sort of like it's it's kind of like we were doing these as two stages to maybe set a position somewhere in Brightstone, but maybe not get inside? What's the plan for you two? Aaron, Nathan. Oh, I thought you were talking to you two. Uh, we need to get in, huh? Um, well, not necessarily. Like, the plan's up to you. You might snipe them through the window. You might, who knows, you know. All I have is, hmm. I took a light load so I can have one more thing. Because I've got the electroplasmic ammunition and don't fine forget pair of get, pistols. Don't forget we get two free load of weapons. Yes, we have that other assassin special ability. Oh, okay, so I get two nice. weapons for free? Well, two load. <laughs> I think rifles are two load, heavy weapons are two load. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah abstract nonsense. Uh, so the best bet maybe for us to find a heavy a, t- a building across the way and yes a blow his brains out and set up yeah so i'll take the long pair the fine long rifle for free uh and then yeah let's find a let's find a building where we can shoot the man okay how are we going to do that uh look at your skill list and think about the, the word so you've got like hunt survey prowl finesse study uh i have two in prowl so could i use that what does that look like what do, what do you think it looks like interesting prowl is primarily for stuff so. um i was gonna say breaking prowl. in somewhere unnoticed or uh i'd say prowl is like getting on top of a low <laughs> building like one that's pretty it's got like a fire escape or something mm-hmm. and then from there just kind of looking around to look for taller buildings i might be able to get a good angle on okay so go ahead and roll prowl yeah okay. um, do you want any bonus dice uh yes i will push myself again okay okay uh, uh, is this risky or controlled i would say this is risky because you're breaking in so there's a chance of detection if you fail okay uh standard effect mm-hmm Okay, and that's one bonus die. Yep, for pushing yourself. <clears throat> uh, so one or two and a six. So thankfully you still do it. You're taking the highest in this instance. Gosh. So church is an interesting concept in Duskwall. Um, people know ghosts are real. So they know that the afterlife is kind of real, but they also kind of hate ghosts. Uh, so a lot of the more popular religions, um, there's uh, the Church of the Flesh. Um, which is like ghosts are bad, <laughs> like live now. It's this weird, like inverted Catholicism. Yeah. Um, like deny the spirit, uh, indulge the flesh, kind of thing. Um, so there is a church. In fact, you know, if, if I if you see the map where I'm pinging. Yeah. 
there's a church, <clears throat> uh, which is great because it's, you know, uh, public grounds because it's church. And then it's also something, no, it, there we go, it's the Sanctorium. So it's the chief cathedral dedicated to the Church of Ecstasy and Flesh. <laughs> a towering edifice of buttresses and spires originally commissioned by the emperor during the last visit to Duskfall 500 years ago. Oh, by, yeah, by the way, the emperor's immortal. Fuck off. Uh, <clears throat> the what can uh, fuck off? Uh, the emperor is immortal. He's been ruling for 800 years. Of course. Uh, devotees gather uh, weekly to purify themselves in baptismal rites and through ritual destruction of rogue spirits and ectoplasm. The catacombs beneath contain the cremated ashes of many famous and affluent citizens. So think Scientology, your job is to get the angry ghosts out of you. Um, so again, sort of the camera, you know, swoops around this imposing gothic edifice of ridiculous spikes and spires and buttresses. And then we sort of zoom into this uh, belfry in, in which our uh, keen sniper is on. Yeah. So it sounds like the plan might be to set up for a shot. Is that right? Yes. So... This might work as a set of action, which is when someone else will make a roll to improve the effect for you. Gotcha. Um, so that might be Naria doing something. It might be Adam in the room doing something to like signal that this is the time to shoot. It might, who knows, you know, anyone, anyone who wants to, who has a good idea. Uh, I've got study. Could I use that to carefully detail angles, note wind, that kind of thing? That would work. Okay, I will choose to also push myself. So, two stress and da da da. So, risky, standard, one die. Mm -hmm. And I will go get a six. Okay, so that can either up his effect level. So, instead of risky, standard, it would be risky, great. Uh, or improve position. So, instead of risky, standard, it would be controlled, standard. Uh. And it's your choice, but I'd say risky greats better. Yeah, let's go with that. And I have I have an effect, or not an effect, but uh, I have the scene in mind. I'm imagining waiting until the clock. Does the church have a bell on it? Sure. <laughs> I'm imagining waiting until the bell tolls to fire. <laughs> for whom the bell tolls? It tolls for him. Um. <laughs> okay, so uh, that would be a risky great. Uh, hunt is for shooting. Okay, so roll hunt. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to push myself again. How many stress are you at? Because that's like your third or fifth time. Uh, I'm sorry, how many stress should I have taken from the last push myself? Um, push yourself is always two stress. Okay, uh, I'm at four stress. Okay, I thought you push yourself more than that. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So I will roll hunt and push myself for the bonus dice. And that's still risky, right? Yeah, it's still risky. Um, okay. And it's still a standard effect? or is no, it push it, he's pushed it up to um, great effect. Okay. One bonus die. <laughs> Holy shit! It is the night of the crits. <laughs> We're professionals. Yeah, ah. oh my god. <laughs> so, Ignore that window scene. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, so Adam's character, you know, we'll, we'll say the, the way this all plays out is you're tidying up the desk, you adjust the mask, because it's reflective, to sort of catch the candlelight, and it shines out the window, and that is the signal. Like, now is the time. He, he's ready. Uh, Keel lines up the shot as uh, Adam, you know, calmly walks away. 
and then dong dong as the clock starts striking like 10 because the the party's been going for a while but it's not super late and then like on the 10th chime see now we'll say this is seventh chime because you did seven mutes yes uh, and on the seventh chime there is cacao uh, and then we you know see again follow the bullet the camera follows the bullet we, oh sweet it, it's like sniper elite yeah, the camera the camera is going faster than the bullet. You know, it zooms into the building, and then just as like Adam is leaving the room and closing the door, we see the glass break, and then like the front of Skirlock's head open like a red flower, uh, and then the door shuts. And you know, Adam, you know, nods to the guards again who haven't heard anything because mm-hmm. uh, there's a loud party on. And then you know, he walks down to the kitchen and uh, and and gives his his dishes away. Right. So. Let's move to the aftermath. Goody. We've, we've, yeah, we've. Uh, as I say, blades can be really dark, uh, quick, and I specifically went for a, a relatively simple mission, like just kill a guy. Yeah. Uh, we made it so more complicated. It, yeah, you did, you did, you did. Um, but that's that's cool. It's very player led, so it's as complicated as you want it to be. So the way uh, there's there's a few different things that happen at the end. I guess you could say it's a bit of bookkeeping. We, first of all, go through... Well, first of all, there's, there's the money. You've completed the mission. So that's, you know, six money going to the goop accounts. If you were doing something like a, uh, a robbery, we might look through what you stole and try and, and figure that out. But we set a price for this one, so we'll just say six. Then we start looking at things like heat. Remember, I was talking about heat as uh, how wanted you are. Now... Usually heat, like, um, oh yeah, so, okay. Uh, killing always adds heat, but you've got that ability that pays off. Um, plus one heat for a high-profile or well-connected target. Yes. Um, because Lord Skullock was rich AF. Uh, plus one heat if the uh, situation happened on hostile turf. Yes, bright stone counts as hostile turf. Um, so that's two base. So do you think the job went? Again, this is player-driven, so it's it's what do you guys think? Was this job smooth and quiet, contained, loud and chaotic, or wild? Mm. I mean, it was definitely contained. We didn't move anywhere out of parameters. We had to no. down. Yeah. yeah, were it not for the ghost detection, I would be completely fine with um, smooth, but I, I would say that's contained. Yeah. So we're up to four heat. Yes. So I actually added uh, that to rep rather than heat. Uh, and bearing in mind, you got two already. So um, so that brings you up to to six. Uh, let's see. We would then... So you've only got six heat. Thankfully, um, we've got the, the killing thing. I get rid of. Um, if you made it to nine or ten heat, that would take over to... Um, you'd gain a wanted level. Hmm. That would mean the police are actively looking for you. Um, there are there are like four levels of wanted, and that's like how how intensely they're looking for you, and how severely um, they'll treat you when they get you, basically. Yeah. So at like at like a wanted of one, that's like they if they see you, they'll chase you, but they might not have like a special task force. And if they arrest you, it's a few weeks in prison. There are jail mechanics. Uh, if you get all the way up to four, it's like Sherlock Holmes is after you. Uh, and if they arrest you, it's the noose. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, it's really one of the... It, Daniel, you picked a spider. One of the really useful abilities a spider has is it makes them really good at jail. Yeah. <laughs> jail is a thing you can be good at in this game. Um, because mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Their abilities like make wanted counters lower 
and um, gives you bonuses to stuff when you're in prison. And that's to represent the whole, like, he's the mob boss, but we can't actively pin anything on him thing. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's Capone going down mm-hmm. for tax evasion. Uh, we would then go through um, XP. Uh, I am reps also a thing. Um, we'll say game four rep for a high profile target. Uh, we'd also go through the XP. So again, this is just a one shot, but just so you guys get a grip of, of everything. Let's look at the group XP. The crew has its own experience trackers. So did you execute a successful accident, disappearance, murder, or ransom? Yes. Murder. Yes. Yes. And so for every yes, you get one, or if an extreme case, you might get a two. Did you contend with challenges above your station? Yes. Yes. Yep, he was a higher tier than you were. Did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? Uh, for, for reference, your crew's reputation is professionalism. Yes. We 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 killed him. Uh, don't, no, actually, no. We killed him, but not to parameters. She, she wanted she to say you, you. Well, she she was saying like if he was seen to be murdered, it would it would be different. But she she didn't specify a method. I definitely I explicitly left that up to you guys. Oh, okay, that's uh, professional. He's dead. No one's did, on. Did you express goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew? This is the one that always gets us because it's it's kind of wibbly woo. Yeah. So we're assassins. We, <laughs> we, I mean, so we get a point if like we did more role playing. Yeah, a lot, a lot of these are, are role play based. So if, if for instance, this assassin, if like during character creation, we're like we're assassins out for revenge because we were on the wrong side oh, okay. of the war, and so like a lot of this is about striking back at the the people that took you down, and you're like, yeah, sure. Um, as a sense, yeah, it's it's pre-gens, whatever, um, and this is just the example. Um, and so, like any any character, if the crew gets uh, full experience, it levels up, and you get more stuff like the ability to um, lose heat when when dying, uh, when when killing people, or you could also do actions to expand your lair and your turf. So that would be things like uh, if you look at the little map. You could uh, flesh out things like cover identities, or um, you could uh, set up a hagfish farm that makes it easier to reduce heat after the killing. So that's you could have a pig farm. Nice. Uh, we cool. then uh, Aaron has dropped off the face of the internet, so we won't do his XP. I'm back. Uh, are you? You're not showing up in my. Oh, you're not showing up in the roll twenty. That's what. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, the internet dropped out. Sorry. Sorry. So yeah, and then we'd go through XP for the characters, and that works the same way. Uh, I would have a list of questions to ask you. You would say yes or no. Um, so uh, going from the top, uh, Keel the Hound. So did you address a challenge with tracking or violence? Yes. Yes, you did. You might even get a two there. Did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Uh, no. No? Fair enough. And did you struggle with the issues from your vice or trauma? Uh, no. No. So as you see, they're, they're, they are quite XP-based, uh, quite uh, roleplay-based. Uh, Maze, uh, Daniel. Yes. Did you uh, address a challenge with calculation or conspiracy? I believe I did. I had a lot of things going on, right, this session. Yep. Did I you infiltrated. Ex- yes. Did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Well, I did get called a stranger by Skrullock. Yeah, I played a Tikarosi last time, and it's really easy to play the race card as a Tikarosi. Yeah. <laughs> I played a guy whose skeleton was backwards. Nice. Of course. 
Like, yeah. why? <laughs> like his, his, his limbs all bent the other way. Oh, okay. I thought he was like, oh, oh, okay. oh, okay. He looked, he looked like he was a guy wearing his clothes backwards, basically. Oh. Uh, did you struggle with issues from your advice of trauma? One no. shot. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. So um yeah, one of the quicker ways to level up a character is to take desperate actions. So um I don't uh, uh so Naria, you definitely took a desperate action, so you get an XP there. Yeah. Uh that was a that, would, that could be put anywhere. Uh did you address a challenge with violence or coercion? I tried and failed. <laughs> I didn't ever get to actually try violence. I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> did you address, uh, express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Uh, no. Yes, you did, actually. I'd, I'd say we did with the, the books you were reading and the Eruvian restaurant. Yay. Uh, and again, struggle with issues with vice trauma. It's a one-shot. You don't have traumas yet. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I got real close. You got real close, though. Yeah, traumas, traumas happen when you guys run out of stress, when you tick over on that clock. And that's, uh, if, you, if you were to tick out, uh, if you were to run out of stress, you would not die. You just, you just um, would be useless for the rest of the job. You would mark a keyword, which sort of works like a, like a long-term insanity in a Call of Cthulhu or Delta Green game. So there are things like you become uh, especially vicious or hmm. cold or haunted. Um, and Like literally uh, haunted? Yeah, potentially. It's up to you how to interpret that keyword. Uh, and, and if you have traumas, it becomes harder to function without indulging your vice. Um, so it's stuff like, it, it's, you know, this job drove daddy to drink kind of thing. Uh, oh, good. He. Yeah. Uh, and so who's the last one? Wing. Yeah. Uh, did you uh, address a challenge with stealth or evasion? I believe I did. You did. Did you express beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Uh, I did in my narration of the, the books in my hand. Yeah. That was quite good. And again, did you struggle with uh, vice or traumas? No. no. No one did. Okay. Uh, and so what would happen after this? We've, we've counted the money. Um, if you took damage, uh, so, oh, yeah, now you took harm. Uh, you could have a long-term project in downtime to heal that. Um, you could do things like uh, downtime would be spent doing things like indulging vice to burn off your stress. Uh, or um, spending coin to temporarily acquire, uh, and, and doing things to temporarily acquire assets or expand your gang's operations. Uh, and then I would also do what's called rolling engagement. This is something that happens usually between um, payoff uh, and the next session. We, we usually do it at the end of the session. This is like the general state of affairs after the fact and what happens next. It's sort of like a story seed for me. Um, I roll dice equal to your wanted level. And then read the result according to your heat. Uh, at wanted level zero, I would be rolling two, picking the lowest. And then uh, there are three different tables, depending on how much heat there is. And that sort of gives me a story seed for next time. So let's see what happens. Six, six. Uh, six, four, actually. So on a four, uh, on this table, there would be reprisals or unquiet dead. Oh, uh, good. Would... <laughs> uh, so... This would be like I'd come up with a vignette either to do with a rival gang making a move against you uh, or something to do with a rogue spirit being drawn to you, perhaps the spirit of a dead victim. Weird. Uh, uh, and and that would inform a scene of either like buying off your rival so they leave you the fuck alone or finding a whisper to get rid of the ghost that's haunting you. 
Uh, and so that's stuff like, that's how like gang wars get started. Um, like, uh, also like arrest is on the list. If you, um, you could, you could eventually like have your character be arrested uh, on that role. It's actually worse than a demon showing up. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's the worst option on the worst table. <laughs> <laughs> The one below it is is a demo, is a demon takes notice. <laughs> Good. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So that is uh, Blades in the Dark in a nutshell. Um, spoilers. Yes, Lord Scott is a vampire. He would show up <laughs> later uh, if if this was long term. <laughs> he he'd get up again and uh, and come kind of But I didn't want this to be a long term like thing. Yeah, of course you must. <laughs> God damn it, Adam. I guess the, the second he said cold hands, my brain just... I was tempted to have a thing of, like, um, Adam noticing that he wasn't reflected in the shiny skull mask. Uh, but I was like, yeah, this is getting a little long because I have to keep explaining rules because it's a one-shot. I'm not, I'm not like... Complaining. Yeah, oh, it's fine. Like, no, we'll keep, keep it simple. Keep it simple. No, I, I, but, I, um, I like that. You, yeah, if you... If you <laughs> after making the characters, I realized, oh, hang on. If I look at the whisper... Uh, one of the his his friends is Skurlock, a vampire. It's like, oh, shit, that, that plays my hand slightly. Um, shit. <laughs> Couldn't that, it could be another Skurlock. It could be another Skurlock. It's a family. So, what do you guys think of Blades? I like it. Yep, dude, I'm sold. And this was like the perfect tutorial mission. I mean, I would put it on par to like you know the first Eclipse phase that Ross ran. It just kind of you did a great job of introducing. Oh, the yeah. mechanics and all. So I've, I'm definitely interested in more at some point in time. One of us, someone needs to, to do this because this seems yeah. like a very rich uh, trove to explore. Yeah. And as, as if, as you've probably seen, it's like very player-led. So um, if one of us was GMing, it wouldn't need too much prep. It would be fairly easy to do because it's like, yeah. it's all about like your guys' ambitions. You, you'd be starting at the bottom and then like trying to claw your way to the top. So it would be very much like where do you guys think money is? Go take it. Uh, yeah. or, or that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> character sheet-wise, it also looks a bit like Red Market, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, or at least you just tick off things and then you have it, more or less. Yes. Yes. Uh, it so. does have that kind of... Re- it, it does have the same sort of feel of resource management between your yes. load and your stress and, and that kind of thing, and your gang. <laughs> yes, I do like the gang part. That was really cool. Or the lair. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Cool. I, I know I've heard you talk about this game quite a bit, and I've heard Ray from Insert Quest here talk about this game quite a bit. Yeah, he's got a campaign on there in like a homebrew setting, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting. So it, I, can, I can see why the appeal is there. This is this was really fun. Someone has done a, a cowboy bebop hack of this. Actually, I've seen. Oh goodness, <laughs> Nathan, you want to play cowboy bebop? Bebop's in the dark. Can I be the Corey? <laughs> Probably. Uh, it's done by Evil Hat, I think. Yeah, there is. Um, it's called Scum and Villainy. Is uh, the sort of sci-fi. It's it's as you can tell from Scum and Villainy. It's very like Star Warsy in its sci-fi flavor, but it has like Firefly and um, yeah, Cowboy Bebop, I guess, in there as well. Mm. Yeah, there, there there is a ton of hacks for Lace the Dark. I could definitely see myself playing more of this. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't give you too much of a chance to shine there, Daniel. Um, oh, I'm my fault. I, I was completely out. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's late. That's, That's what the Dane gets for sleeping late. <laughs> it's 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 5 a.m. You 
Oh Jesus! Yeah, you know, never mind. It's, it's stupid. Like I have the excuse of working nights. He's he's a human. Um, uh, he's not so, a human. Don't give him that much credit. Let's draw a line under it there. So uh, this was uh, role playing exchange, and uh, we didn't think this through. <laughs> Actually, we we thought it through quite a bit. Too much. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was really hoping I get a chance to throw Aaron across a building. Yeah, uh, well. I killed a ghost. Ghost murder. <laughs> and cut. All right, man, this this was super fun. <laughs>